Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Racconi. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are, uh, middle of the week and middle of December, uh, heading good toward, morning. Uh, toward Christmas. And I uh, see you yeah, got your tree days. up. I got your tree up there. That's cool. I, you know, I had to put a little something up here yeah. because I, I think we've talked before. Our house is uh, somebody came through yesterday and they were like, there is no corner untouched by Christmas. And I said, absolutely. It is my joy. <laughs> I love it. it. Linda and I are going to uh, work on, we just moved into a uh, new uh, office for our company. Uh, at the tech center in Denver. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, exciting. Beautiful, really beautiful. Um, and Linda, uh, she's already, already talked about, uh, well, I got to decorate it for Christmas, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, and then by the way, include my studio. I got to do something in my studio. Yeah, yes. On. Yeah. Come on. You've only got on? 10 days left. She I've needs gotta, to get it going. <laughs> get going. Uh, so, uh, we're working on that and, um, you know, the, the office space, uh, is is really remarkable right now because you know obviously so many companies uh, have gone remote um, right. and or are functioning uh, so uh, lots and lots of office space available. Uh, so yeah, we, that, you know, that's a good point. I hadn't even thought about that. So we, you know, we looked and um, and then we found one that was uh, a large space that we would be able to grow into over the next two to three to four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we. Uh, said we look really, really like, and they just remodeled the whole thing. I mean, so it's all brand new carpeting, uh, all uh, painted and all beautiful. uh, And And you're relocating your studio there too, right? I'm going to relocate my studio. I already got my uh, uh, table desk set up and I got guest chairs uh, set up. And I just got yesterday um, the the boom mic that I'll use for guests. Um, And it's really, it's really going to be cool, you know, so we can have this boom. Is it that moving boom moving, that sort of thing? Moving boom. It's on, it's on, nice. uh, it's on casters and we can move it uh, <laughs> so that we could put it in front of us to, to have guests and we'll, we'll be able to, we won't be crowded. We won't be <laughs> squeezed in, <laughs> squeezed uh, into the screen. <laughs> uh, but rather we'll be, we'll be able to sit nicely together. And then nice. I've got, a, I've got another uh, stand coming for uh, the mic, uh, the camera. Uh, uh-huh. so, and that'll be separated, uh, you know, from the regular, uh, my regular spot in the studio. So, uh, and all we're doing, by the way, we're waiting for uh, internet service. Uh, you oh, know, you, you and I, you and I have talked. I think we talked yesterday about frustration. Oh yeah. Uh, well, de- dealing with uh, the local cable company that's providing the internet, uh, <laughs> we ordered it almost a month ago, and uh, yesterday they just came with the technician to just look. You know, how difficult is this going to be? The answer was not difficult. I said, well, how how long can you can you get it done in the next couple of days? Right. Uh, probably not. Um, yeah. He said, our company has such bureaucracy and nobody really cares that much. And this guy, this mm-hmm. guy's telling me this. 
that, you know, it'll be, it could be at least a month before I get it, wow. you know, and I'm saying, oh, that's, you know, you said, if I was you, I'd call your rep and tell them, tell them to get going with it. So I did yesterday and the guy said, I'll work on it. So we'll see. Uh, so right. I can't, I can't actually do the uh, broadcasting from the new studio until I actually get capability of internet so you and I can talk to each other <laughs> right. on, the, on wow. the screen. So. I tell you what, the, it's, it is interesting to see uh, how even labor shortage, I think, is playing into that. Yes. But there are some companies that simply are not customer focused as well. Yeah. And for yeah. whatever reason, cable companies, internet companies seem to be at the top of that list. <laughs> yes. Uh, and in this case, um, uh, you know, with internet, uh, generally it comes over a cable, but there's certain buildings in Denver that uh, have what they call fiber, fiber optics. Right, the fiber optics, yeah. Uh, which actually are better mm -hmm. uh, because they dedicate a circuit uh, to us and we'll have access into the internet on a dedicated basis so that there'll be no, oh, nice. no interference. So it's, so it's gonna be very fast and very efficient. Uh, Excellent, so now that, if there's any internet issues, it's gonna be on my end. That's gonna be your problem, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so the, um, uh, the building that we uh, went into already has fiber. And so they, mm -hmm. they said, well, you can't use cable. You got to go to the fiber people. That's right. a different group. Uh, uh, and I had to contact a different group and, you know, and, and now it's, you know, can you, you know, and again, there, there just isn't a sense of, cause I said a month ago, we move it in December 1st, we got to get ready for this. And, Oh yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. Well, they didn't even right. show up until December first just to look at it and say, "Yeah, we can do it." <laughs> no kidding. Right, right. You know, why didn't you bring your stuff and do it? I don't. I don't <laughs> so anyway, it's just a typical. Uh, we talk about fear, uh, worry, and anxiety, which is we're in the middle of. In that, again, it's this this kind of this this uh, new life that we're all experiencing mm -hmm. is frustration, and things can't get done on time, and now we've got issues of. We're trying to move all our people into the office, but we don't have internet service. Right, uh, right. So uh, we're trying to uh, uh, use interesting, uh, there's a process that you can connect your computer to your cell phone and receive signal through your cell phone as an internet, basically Wi-Fi into your thing. And um, for, for some reason, uh, and I've got a guy actually coming today, um, my computer won't connect with my cell phone. Oh, really? So there's some technology issue going on there that I can't, because I tried to go to the office yesterday and, and try it out. And just do like the hotspot. Is it a hotspot hot spot. It's called, it's called yeah. a personal hotspot. Uh, yeah. And uh, didn't work. Uh, mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's, you know, you, you can see how worry, fear, and anxiety, you know, really comes. And, and we right. had, uh, we did have a, uh, uh, a person notify us uh, that, uh, they had, they were having a tough week and uh, a friend of ours out of Chicago and uh, a woman and who's been very generous to the, to the ministry. And uh, she said it really mattered that she's starting to go through this series uh, on uh, overcoming, you know, worry, fear, and anxiety. She said, I went to there, uh, right. but I listened to your podcast and you and Kathy shared the truth. I went to the word and God gave me back Shalom. Um, oh, I love that. And it was that. it was really a cool uh, witness, you know, to mm -hmm. the fact that. Uh, and again, what you and I care about is we really don't have any prescription for anybody. Um, we just want to get you into the Word and right. the truth of the Word and the beautiful life of the Word, 
that right. um, and as really you, leading them back to his feet. Yeah, because yeah. he's going to speak all of that to them. Yeah, yeah, know? and even even as she was expressing that, it was um, she didn't say, "I heard what you said," and then I just went to Shalom. She said, "I went to the word that you gave." Yes, that's so good. And the word gave me, the, you know, because remember, Christ is the word. And the word mm-hmm. is spirit in life. And that's what makes a difference. So as we encourage our readers or our audience is um, as you're working through things, which is why we give these scriptures to you, uh, is uh, spend the time right. uh, to uh, go back to the word. And because the word is what's going to make the difference. Uh, and you and you process abide. This is why we set up our first study on abiding is, well, let's go. Let's go receive the power, the might, the truth of the word as it applies to me personally um, and gives me what you say, you know, so he, and she did. And so that was, that was a cool thing. And uh, we got another um, uh, question. I, you know, go Rich, ahead. before you yeah. go into that next question, I just thought now's a great time to also remind the audience that because we do have abiding on there, discerning God's will, we have guest days, we have end times days. Now we have the overcoming adversity. There's a lot to navigate on, um, our YouTube channel for sure. And just wanted to remind everybody that we have organized that into playlist. Oh now. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to speak to that a little bit, we, keep but forgetting you, that, don't yeah. <laughs> we, we did this a little while ago and we keep forgetting yeah. to share with everyone. It, it is organized by playlist now. So if you yeah. go to the YouTube channel and click playlist, you will see categories come up so that you don't have to scroll through endlessly trying to find what you're looking for. There's actually, you know, by the topics, we've got it separated out. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we've we've uh, we've improved a little bit. Um, uh, when Morgan uh, Morgan, who is our uh, uh, great uh, project manager, um, mm-hmm. uh, she does all the loading up of the detail, uh, which means we got to we record this. Uh, we have to interesting enough, we have to split off. Technically, which I do is split off the video and the audio. Uh, fortunately, there's a program for that. Right. Uh, so I got to go through that program. Then I got to load up. Uh, the sessions, and then I send them to Morgan, uh, who's our project manager, and she then loads it all up onto YouTube and Spotify and Apple. Uh, right. And um, and so she's <laughs> uh, right when we started. She, you know, we and I guess it didn't really dawn on me at registering. So she's thinking, <laughs> well, you're going to be doing this every day for the five days a week, right? You know, yes. Yeah. He said, well, don't a you, lot of material. <laughs> don't you think? Don't you think we should organize it? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, you know, no, uh, you know, we'll just tell, we'll just tell them it's abiding. And then, you know, this section is that. Uh, so I didn't really respond much to it. And then over the next, you know, four or five weeks, you know, a couple of people just said, hey, um, how do we know where to go? And when you have right. different topics and, you know, God says, uh, yeah, you need to organize. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I said, yeah, sorry. You know, you're right, Morgan. So. Uh, go ahead and organize it. Uh, and what she's done, you can go on uh, YouTube and on Spotify and Apple, and uh, it's it's on a playlist. Oh, does that work on Spotify and Apple too? It they does, have playlists. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good to uh, know. And you, you I didn't to, know that. Go to a playlist, and uh, and then you go to the topic. Uh, so there's a there's a, a playlist for guests, a playlist for abiding in divine unity. There's a playlist for discerning God's will. Uh, a playlist for end times, and then a playlist for now, our overcoming 
uh, worry, fear, and anxiety. Uh, so now right. you can go to that subject. Um, and then, <laughs> and again, because of the way that, you know, my mind thinks, which is, uh, uh, I can remember all this stuff, is I just put part one, part two, part three. Uh, <laughs> and, and she said, well, that doesn't tell anybody anything. Uh, right. Exactly right. what it is. You got to describe it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you even suggested that. Is that right? Right. Uh, you said I think we need to describe these better, so they at least they know what they're what they're looking at and maybe can move around with us. So now we've done that, um, and we actually have better <laughs> better titles. Um, I said, "Well, I wrote the descriptions out." She said, "People don't read the wife can read the descriptions. Right. They, they right. just want to know the title, you know." So they know, yeah. And uh, the title tells us so yeah. much on what to go to. So yeah. now, now you can go. Uh, and, and see the organization. And we're going to continue that organization and keep getting better at this um, because all this library is being built and uh, it's allowing you. And then, by the way, um, and this is something that uh, we want to keep reminding people of, we don't say this really enough, um, is um, on our website, uh, which is uh, afjministry.com, uh, you can go to... Um, uh, online school, and there are courses, Abiding in the Vine Unity, there's Discerning God's Will, there's the Covenant, there's over, we have one called Overcoming. So many of them, yeah. Uh, nine of them, and now we actually filmed 10 more that we're working on to load those up. So by mm -hmm. sometime next uh, spring, we'll have 19 uh, topics, but wow. you, you can now take the depth of that, um, and there's a workbook with it, and you can do that with a small group. You can do that with your spouse. Right. Uh, but you can go to the depth of really working through even more things, particularly again, uh, since I, as people are are listening or watching, um, it's 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 they're receiving it, but it's really when you dig into it is what what it really makes right. makes a difference. And so, when you're interacting with the scriptures yourself, it's right. going to make a big difference. Right. Yeah. So we would encourage you to to go there. And then there's also some books. They correlate to that in the book section, um, and there's a book on abiding, and there's a book on uh, um, unity, discerning God's uh, discerning will, God's will yeah. and, and overcoming adversity. So those are all uh, ones that are available for you to, if you want to just get the book and read the book, you know, it's good. And, and it's all, it all holds together. It's all the same stuff because mm -hmm. it's just the word of God and we just talk about it. So. We would encourage you to do that. So thanks for reminding us of that. Yeah, absolutely. You, you and I kept saying we need to tell everybody. Hey, we forgot to tell everybody. That's been a couple of weeks now. <laughs> and we'll try to we'll try to remind them uh, again that we have it. Uh, but um, as we've requested that, if you got a question, uh, you can send it in. We got and we got a great question. This is from a friend from uh, New York, um, and uh, and she had a question about. Uh, where it says in, in 1 Peter, remember, she's reading uh, the English Bible, uh, 1 Peter 5.8, it says, uh, be sober and self-controlled. And then uh, it says in um, Galatians 5.4, um, you know, why are you attempting to be justified by law, by rules? Um, and she said, "Is I thought it was a fruit, self-control is a fruit. And how does that all work? And what what's our perspective on how do we navigate that? Um, well, uh, this is the beauty of um, understanding how to go abiding really and go deeper uh, into the process. Is and first of all, um, that's that's kind of what abiding looks like. Is that you mm -hmm. you come across a word, a verse, and you say, wait a minute. 
Um, I thought it was a fruit, but it's telling me to do this. To do it, right. And then uh, it says, don't be attempted to uh, be justified by law. Um, I'm not sure how all that fits. And see, that's, that is, and I'm telling you, and Kathy and I can verify this, uh, we abide uh, in the word every day, uh, and we're abiding all of course, 24-7, but, but we're particularly in the word, and um, there's no end to that process, because uh, for you, Kathy, and me, uh, even now, as I'm working on new, some new material, uh, and by the way, it's, it's personally just for me, is, huh, uh, read this thing and you start to notice things so like, wait a minute, I'm not sure what that means or how does that work? Right. Or And even things that you have read many, many times before and the Holy Spirit just prompts a new level of questioning for you to, to take it deeper. Yeah. Uh, and, and see the process of abiding is really to use your natural curiosity where you say, wait a minute, that seems contradictory. Or it doesn't seem, I don't know how, how to experience that, or what does it really look like or mean, or how does that work? Uh, God said, good, good question, daughter, good question, son. Uh, let's go deeper now into that particular thing, um, and let me help you with this. Um, and that's what I call um, uh, while we're abiding. And usually there's a, uh, a main subject topic that you're processing right now that God said, here, I'd like to speak this to you. By the way, and you and I have said this, uh, you stay with it until you believe it. Do you believe it? Right. Are you experiencing it? So right. it's not, right. it's not a race. It's not, okay, I got to just get a quantity of verses. It's, am I receiving all that that is intended for God to give me? And do I believe this? And am I experiencing it? And then by the way, when you do, you'll say, now I'm going to release you to go to the next thing. Cause now you have that as part of your nature that's and your understanding and clarity of life. Um, so um, it's called camping out. We camp out in the word and you stay there. But as you're doing that, um, you're going to come across, huh, I'm not sure about this. Or wait a minute, I don't understand this. Or what does that mean deeper? And then God takes you down a little bit of what I call a side rail. Is that, <clears throat> okay, now that you ask that question, let's go pursue that resolve that and then I'll come we'll come back and continue with your main uh, process uh, and it would be similar to just like uh, we talked about before he said the Holy Spirit this is John 16 13 will guide you into all truth uh, and we talked about the the, the, the uh, picture of that was you're going you know let's say to an art museum with a tour guide and um, he doesn't say again, I'm going to take you to the cafeteria, give you the art Bible and read it. Good luck. Right. Yes. right. No, you just walk. <laughs> and he doesn't it. hand you the pamphlet and say, hey, off on your own. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, he said, no, come uh, and let me explain. So he takes you to a, a, a painting. Um, and I've been in one like the Uffizi Museum in Florence. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's got masterpieces from the, you know, 14th, 15th, 16th century. You right. Know? So it's pretty cool. Um, so, you, you know, he's sitting there, the guy is telling you about this painting. Uh, well, that, that stimulates, based on what he just said, that stimulates, well, how did he, how did that work? Or why did he do it that way? Or um, what was behind that? 
uh, you know, so your curiosity drives you to ask questions. And the tour guide doesn't say, and this is cool, he didn't say, well, we don't have time for that. Right. Uh, we got we to gotta keep going. It's like, okay, uh, now that you've asked that question, uh, by the way, he wouldn't have responded unless I asked the question. Yeah, you see how right. you see what that oh, means? Oh, that's a good that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like I've got it all planned out, and I'm going to tell you everything about it. He he says I actually use your natural curiosity to see what strikes you, and then I'll stop and answer you. So he answers that question. Um, he says, "Let me take the time. I I know about this, by the way, which is cool. It's always cool to me. As I'm always right. I'm always uh, truly uh, impressed." you know, with a guy like that, that, right. <laughs> that I can ask him a really tough question. And, he and says, he's got the answer. <laughs> he says, oh, I know the answer. Now, by the way, uh, I, I believe um, the reason that he knows the answer is, is two things. One, he's, a, he's become an expert, which is why he's a tour guide. But also, I believe that other people have asked questions and once in a while, he said, you know, right. I'm not sure, I'm not sure about that. But he went and found out himself. Now, the right. next time, next right. time, next time we ask it, he knows. It. And that's the way that we operate as what I call sheepdogs or messengers of God is that mm -hmm. as we're, as, as people are asking us questions, uh, you know what? I'm not really sure either, but let me go help. Let me go. Let's go to the right. word together. And once you learn it, the next time you can, you can help that person because Absolutely. you've been, you've been taking deep, deeper. So, uh, these questions is exactly how abiding looks is um, it's not to say I should know this or I guess it doesn't matter or so what it's no, this is kind of an important thing. And I really like to know, I like to know right. the answer and God says, I'd love to answer the uh, answer. You. So uh, she has this great question uh, about what's called self-control. So uh, Kathy, why don't you first read first uh, Peter five, eight, nine. Uh, this is the, the start of a question, First Peter uh, 5, 8, and 9. All right. It says, be sober, be vigilant, um, self-controlled, I think is the other word for that, um, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, he's talking about, uh, you know, the enemy, uh, and it says, be sober, and some translations, which is what uh, she was reading, was and be sober and self-control. Mm -hmm. uh, well, in the English, uh, self-control, we we would interpret that as kind of simply controlling self. Right. Uh, you you have to make sure that you do things properly. Because mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of what the English implies: uh, be sober and self-controlled. Um, well, uh, uh, interesting enough, um, because remember, remember the English is kind of lousy right. at, at, <laughs> as, at translation. Uh, that the Greek and the Hebrew, uh, remember, are there's fifteen thousand different words used in the Greek and Hebrew in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh, the best English is only 5,000. Um, and uh, they do a couple things about that. One is that they they try to give a word that kind of reflects it if they could. 
and by the way, that's why the Amplified Bible is available to us. And the Amplified is literally three to four times thicker than a normal Bible because it takes three to four to five words to explain that one right. Greek, Greek or Hebrew But it word. does. It is such a good explanation sometimes yeah. to use that as a as a corollary to study and yeah. to learn. Yeah. So it's it's to go to the. Uh, so one of the things that we would uh, encourage all of us to do is. Uh, go to an Amplified Bible when you have these questions. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I, I wouldn't recommend you use that as a primary Bible, but as you have questions and want to go deeper, right. use an Amplified or go to uh, studylight.org, studylight.org, mm -hmm. go to interlinear Bible. Interlinear is English and, and Hebrew Greek uh, back and forth. Um, and you put in the verse. Uh, basically, the, right. way it's, the way it's structured is it's, it's put in the book. So I, I would put in First Peter. Um, then it would uh, uh, bring up all of First Peter, and I would put chapter five. Right. And so all of chapter five comes up. So for, first of all, the book, and then the chapter. It doesn't go beyond that uh, two specific verses, uh, but it'll list you all the verses. So then you get First Peter five, and then you've got a page of all First Peter five. And I went to verse eight. Uh, click. Uh, and by the way, I'm looking for, because remember the English says sober and self-controlled or sober and vigilant. So I'm looking for two words. Right, right. Guess what? It's one word. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's that there's not two words there. It's one word. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so uh, you click on that word. Mm -hmm. uh, and by the way, you're looking because in the English, I'm saying, well, it's correlated. And you realize, wait a minute, there's not two words. There's only one. Uh, so I click on it and then up comes a page of definitions. Uh -huh. What does that one word mean? And here's what the one word means. It says uh, calm. This is cool. Mm -hmm. It means calm and collected. Oh, uh, interesting. In, in your spirit. And then it says uh, temperate, dispassionate, circumspect. So that um, you aren't basically uh, the thought here, be sober and self-controlled uh, is, and that's why it ties to uh, uh, be humble, is in order to fight the enemy, well, you got to go to Shalom. Uh, and the word there basically implies, you know, go, go back to calmness with God. Uh-huh. Understand that you have the power to resist the devil, submit to God, and then the enemy is going to flee. So in essence, it, it doesn't have anything to do with our definition of self-control. Oh, that's fascinating. Um, that's it, a, you know, that's a really also, I think, important and important thing to point out um, going to like the, the ESV or the new King James and, um, the New American Standard, all being the word-for-word -word translations, right. because I right. think they do hit it more closely. Right. You know. Yeah, they do. But um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and um, and for sure, don't use paraphrase. And uh, uh, but but when you have these questions, you know, go deeper. So the the word here um, actually isn't even. There's nowhere in there that it says you you got to take things into your own hands. And make sure that you're controlled yourself. It's just, are you willing to go to calmness and let God right. give, give you shalom? Okay. Um, 
she uh, she said, how does that contrast uh, with the two issues of I thought self-control was a fruit and then Galatians 5.4 about being attempted. Uh, don't don't attempt to be justified by law. So go to Galatians 5, 1 to 4. Okay. And go, ahead, go ahead and read that because it talks about freedom and the issue of law. Okay. 5, 1 to 4 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And I testify again to every man who becomes circumcised that he is a debtor to keep the whole law. You have become estranged from Christ. You who have attempted to be justified by the law. You have fallen from grace. So um, he's saying, wait a minute. Um, and by the way, the whole book of uh, Galatians is, is directed toward the aspect of freedom. Uh, the freedom of, well, if you're living in Christ, uh, you have freedom. Uh, and we'll talk about the beauty of that uh, in just a second. Uh, but when you're free, uh, you're not, you're not in, and, and this is kind of re reflecting our issue of uh, overcoming worry, fear, and anxiety, that um, part of it is that we put a burden on ourselves to figure things out. Interesting right, enough, absolutely. the whole the whole thought of self-control is I got to take care of this, including mm -hmm. including my own response to this and my own issues right. with this. And uh, he said, yeah, um, if you if you go to law and the word here is you setting up rules and customs and traditions of how you think you should go, even out of a good thought. So, for example, right. uh, he used the example of circumcision. Um, well, there's a, a, a movement. There was a movement of uh, salvation was, yes, receive Christ and go be circumcised. And you should be circumcised right, uh, in order to be saved. Uh, now, Paul, by right. the way, this is interesting. Way back when, this is, this is literally, you know, 10, 20 years later, uh, that... Mm -hmm. Um, they had dealt with this in, in uh, the elders back back very at the very beginning because remember that was remember in Acts fifteen right. there was that in Acts right yeah, yeah. Acts when 15, they were going walking was, along and discussing yeah yeah and they said uh, uh, you got to be circumcised they didn't know what to do they had a big dispute they went to the elders let's go consider this and they went to God and God said nope uh, circumcision is a hard thing not a a rule okay we got it. Uh, well, here we go 20, 30 years later, it's drifted back. And it's creeping right back in. It's creeping because there's a tendency, and this is interesting about self-control, is that um, there's a tendency, and this is by the, a human fleshly tendency, it's, it's by everybody. We want to establish rules because that makes it, in our mind, easier to function. Right. And easier to feel like we know we're doing the right thing. We know we're doing the right thing. We and then, yeah. by the way, what yeah. we do is we separate each other, mm -hmm. uh, which is what they were trying to do, is if you're circumcised, and it's kind of like, interesting enough, we have this going on today in a very big way. It's called uh, vaxxed or not vaxxed. Right, right. Um, and the, right. Va the vaxxers want to set up the rule, you need to be vaxxed. And if you're not... Mm -hmm. We're going to reject you, and the and the no no vaxxers saying we don't accept that, and and we're going to be against. You. I mean, it's crazy because right. why we've set up a rule and defined this is how we function, mm -hmm. 
Um, and that's what he's trying to say here is that uh, in the concept of circumcision, and by the way, it's not a bad idea because, uh, again, circumcision is a step into the covenant. It's a sign of the covenant. And the Jews uh, who were trying to take it you know, deeper, yes, it's a step into the covenant life, the abundant life. Christ said he's going to give you life and give it to you super abundantly. Yes, the covenant life. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And so they said, well, shouldn't we then be circumcised to demonstrate that? Um, similar, by the way, to baptism uh, right. or similar to communion. Um, don't you need to do that to, to verify that you're saved? And the answer is no, that right. um, it's a it's a uh, uh, a privilege to reflect uh, as an, a God ordained process uh, to uh, be baptized or to take communion uh, is a reflection of your walk in Christ, not as a requirement. Right. But, but as a, a sacred uh, response to it. Um, so uh, and Paul understood this, uh, by the way, he wrote Galatians. So he, he writes about this in Colossians chapter two, verses 11 to 15 and says, circumcision is a hard thing. Are you marked to work? The circumcision is marking you. Um, by the way, it's it's a very interesting thing because it has to do. And we'll talk more about this tomorrow uh, on our urge me on Friday with the end times. The mark of the beast. Um, it's about marking you, and and see, we, we we a lot of people get caught up in well, what's exactly the mark? What's the mark? What's the mark? Well, it's really whatever it is. It's identifying you with with that system, right? Um, and circumcision is a mark of the heart that I'm identified with Christ. I'm marked by Christ. My heart is circumcised, separated, set apart for Him. Uh, and Paul says, so don't set up a rule receive you know what what it is um because if you do and this is this is uh as we even look at self-control if you set up a rule which he just says in galatians what are you obligated then to do to follow all the rules well then you got to follow it all yeah and, and he said you've separated your life from christ and you've fallen from grace from favor because why well i've decided that I need to run my life this way. He says, when you do it one time, you then are obligating yourself because you've now gone back to the requirement to be perfect. Because that's really what you're saying. In order for you to do this, you need to do X. Even, even, even the thought of self-control, I've got to be, be self-controlled in order to live the life of God. And Christ said, no, actually you don't. And I'll, and I'll talk about this in just a second because it's a fruit. Right. Uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, so we'll get into that. So he says, um, then you're obligated to keep the whole law. <clears throat> okay, we know something about that. What's your ability to keep the whole law? We cannot. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he says, so he says, instead of living in freedom, and freedom is uh, this beautiful, uh, it's hard to describe fully uh, this beautiful life as a, a sin uh, with a sin nature that is not going to be perfect. Um, ability to walk in the spirit with the freedom of that now while I'm being transformed, while God is leading me. So that uh, even this issue if, uh, in self-control uh, let's say um, a lot of us can identify with this is 
I have a tendency to react in a certain way or a tendency to go to pornography or a tendency to get angry or a tendency to go to unforgiveness or, uh, and I'm trying to control it. I'm trying to control it. I, I should be better at this. Um, and God says, well, I know that. Um, why don't you walk with me? Let me give you freedom today while we're leading to the transformation of this issue in your life, I'll resolve this it issue. It will actually set you free. He and, will resolve it. And, I, and I'll, I'll ultimately resolve this. By the way, you're going to have more. Um, and you're, mm -hmm. you're, because of your nature, um, and this is true for both you and I, is that, and you even, you even shared this a little while ago, that uh, there was a time where God said, hey, honey, um, uh, you were uh, going down to your dad's and, and you didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. um, and what, what did he say to you? Like, oh, he really corrected my heart. Yeah. He's like, no, I, I want you to go and you're going for me. Yeah. I have purpose in this. And then he continued as I asked him, okay, well, what is it? Because I, I need your help coming along here. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that revealed that. Yeah. yeah. So see, we don't, we don't attain and say, okay, I got there. Mm -hmm. uh, like what you describe, what, what, what he says to me is, hey, Rich, um, this issue in your life, I'm ready to, to show something different. Wait a minute, you're reacting in a way that isn't isn't of me let me let me show you the way and that's the way life's going to be the rest of my life so it's not like you get there uh it's it but i can have freedom because i'm walking with him in the kingdom the kingdom of god is righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit where the spirit is in in uh, galatia uh, in second corinthians three seventeen. there's freedom yes uh, so let me give you freedom while we're walking through life so it's this interesting place of is everything perfect? No. Uh, even this issue we talk about with uh, anxiety, fear, and worry mm -hmm. is, well, it's not resolved yet, uh, which is why you're worrying, why you're in fear. Right. Uh, yep, it's real. Uh, God says, now, while you're doing that, while I'm working to resolve that, let me give you freedom mm -hmm. and don't set yourself up as putting the burden on you to solve this and figure this out, or the fact that it probably won't get figured out. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. Let me give you freedom today while we're walking into it. So the self-control issue isn't yours. It's mine. God speaking. Right. It's so cool. As you're talking about that, I'm reminded of something I heard um, earlier this week that I thought was just such a great thing. So I want to share it with everyone here. And it really addresses this idea of self-control. Um, I think for years, um, we have heard the phrase, what would Jesus do? Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, there's right. There's bracelets. There was like this whole, what would Jesus do? You need to respond. I heard, I heard by the way, really do. cute. This is a cute story about that. Uh, so <laughs> a guy walks into a Christian store uh -huh. um, and there's a WWJD hat. Right. Uh, what would you, what is that? What, what would Jesus do? Um, and he said, that's how you should live your life. What would Jesus do? He says, well, I know one thing. Jesus wouldn't pay $25 for that. Ad. <laughs> That's awesome. So go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, you know, how many times do we actually, and I, I still, you know, work with ladies now and I have to catch myself on this sometimes too, even 
Um, but that'll say, well, I'm just really, I'm trying to look like Jesus. I'm trying to look like him. Mm-hmm. What would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. And we're equating it to a do instead of a relationship. And um, what I listened to was saying, we really need to flip that question. It's not that it's a bad question. What would Jesus do? But the question should really be when we're in the middle of whatever circumstance or facing whatever we're facing, Jesus, what are you doing? Yeah. And if we flip it to what are you doing? We are immediately coming under in humility and surrender and recognizing that he is at work and that he is with us. And if he is with us, he's inviting us to join him in what he's doing. That changes, you know, if I ask, I'm in the middle of a situation and it's instead of how should I respond? What would my self-control, what would Jesus do? How can I look like him? It's Jesus, what are you doing? And he immediately converses with me and, and shares with me what he's doing in the midst of it. And then tells me how to walk into that. Yeah. It's walking with him. And yeah, I know I'm, I'm probably going to say this all month long because he just keeps, keeps me in this, but he's so um, reminding me the beauty and the gift of Emmanuel God with us right. and that him being with us. Um, that, that flips everything. It's Jesus, what are you doing? And I can ask him that in every second of the day as I'm going, yeah. I don't have to ask what he would do. Cause I'm with him. I want to be with him. Yeah. Yeah. We should, uh, we should, uh, introduce a new hat, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> WWJS, uh, what would Jesus say? Um, ah. cause, cause that's what you're saying is that it's about what he, what does he speak to us? And then what is yeah. he, how does he move us into yeah. where he's acting? So uh, exactly right. Um, okay, well, let's go to uh, the last piece of this, which is uh, the self-control, which is what uh, her question was about. Well, what is that and how are we supposed to understand that is the burden on me. Uh, go to Galatians 5 and read verses 16 through uh, 25 or 26 there, I think. All right. Zoom this on my screen a little. <laughs> Um, I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outburst of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of this, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh and its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another and being one another. Uh, So he sets up that, well, first of all, understand there's a battle between Mm -hmm. the flesh and the spirit. Um, Again, why? Because of our nature, which we've talked about. Our default is always to go back to self-determination. He said there's going to be a battle and you can't. Yourself doesn't get better. Uh, right. It has to be uh, surrendered. Deny self, take up the cross, let Christ crucify it, put it to death, and follow me. When? All the time. See, and it's not a permanent one-time deal. Right. Uh, you're always in this spot. He, and Paul says there's a battle. There's a struggle. 
between the flesh and the spirit. Um, right. And all day long, by the way. Yeah. It's not, I do that once in the morning and I'm set for the day. Yeah. And he gives a list, you know, <laughs> and we look at the list and say, well, there's, there's murder and all that. Well, I don't do that stuff. And, and Cord, remember what Christ defined murder as, is anger uh, and uh, selfish ambition and, you know, just things that you've decided I'm going to go do uh, separate you from the spirit. He said, but the fruit of the spirit. Now we've talked about this in our abiding discussion is fruit comes from what? Abiding. From abiding. That's it. Is it just, see, it's abiding in the vine, staying connected to mm-hmm. the source of life, Christ and the, and the sap, which is the Holy Spirit. Um, you will have a result of fruit, more fruit, much fruit. Um, what I've decided is a vine dresser to give you. Um, and, and it's it's week after week, month after month, year after year. I'm going to provide fruit as a result of you staying connected to me. That's why he says, walk in the spirit. Because uh, I've said that those that are on the flesh can't inherit the kingdom of God. Now, this is an interesting statement. Um, people take that to say, well, then doesn't that kind of disqualify everybody from uh, ultimately being saved right because they're not going to inherit the kingdom i guess we got to be because don't we all still do this so uh, and that's where and that's where the question comes up is well then aren't we responsible for self-control and making sure we do all the right things and don't do these things right uh well no um the kingdom remember he says the kingdom of god is what Righteousness, peace, peace and, and joy, joy. Yeah. in the Holy Spirit. He's talking about, are you going to participate in living in that kingdom by walking right. in the Spirit? Because when you do, you have righteousness, peace, joy in mm-hmm. the freedom of the Holy Spirit. Now, he says, right. if, if you don't, because why? You're letting self run your life. You've exited the kingdom of God. Right. And you can't inherit it per se. What What's required? He basically gives a remedy. Well, go back to walking in the spirit. Um, and then you can, I mean, literally, you can be a murderer uh, who confesses, I received Jesus. I, I uh, now have a heart to follow God and be in the kingdom. You're in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you you did that doesn't mean you're disqualified from that. It just means where and, and the and really the essence of this whole sentence and this whole phrase is, where are you today? Are you in the kingdom or not? The kingdom is walking in the spirit. The flesh, you've you've not walked in the spirit. By default, you're back in the flesh, and you and therefore you can't receive it by. <laughs> Interesting enough, by you working at it. Mm-hmm. And so then he says, hey, by the way, uh, the fruit of the spirit, and by the way, the fruit is is not plural. Yeah, it, I love this. It's, yeah. it's singular. Um, mm-hmm. It's the whole apple. It's the whole thing of all the ingredients, and it's all one thing. Um, and he said the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, in the Holy Spirit. Okay, so he defines it. And the word self-control here is uh, 
the word. This is uh, why it's different than in, in 1 Peter 5a, because it's not there, actually. Right. Uh, is it's mastering the desires and passions, uh, especially your sexual appetites and your extreme selfishness. Uh, so that, uh, and think of, think of sexual appetite, for example. Um, is that normal? Yes. Yeah. So he says, um, I built you with normal, normal thoughts. Um, uh, as I, as I, uh, counsel couples, young couples, by the way, right. They try to interesting enough. They talk about, look, we need to set up a rule. We, you know, we're not going to, we can't kiss. We can't. I said, wait a second. Um, why are you setting up a rule of something that's natural? I said, the key is to have the fruit of the spirit of control that masters the healthiness of that. And it doesn't become unhealthy. It doesn't flip to things that now you're, you're against God because you've committed adultery. Uh, But it's natural to have a physical attraction to each other. And kissing and holding each other is kind of an important thing. And he wants you to do that, but he needs you to have the fruit of self-control, which he says, I'll give to you. Okay, now think about that. Um, I, I want it. Um, I would like to live that way. How do I get it? By staying with him. By walking with him. Period. Walking with um, him. Yeah. And by the way, when is that self-control exercised? All the time, really. <laughs> well, it's, it's when you're walking with him yeah, uh, in the kingdom uh, so mm-hmm. that um, it's not like, okay, I got it and, I, and I, I mastered it. You can't. That's the whole point is you can't master it. What do you have to do today? You got to let me give you the fruit of self-control about the issues of your life. Um, and by the way, um, that may take a healing process. So like, for example, guys that I deal with that are involved in in pornography, it's not like, okay, all right, I'm gonna walk in the spirit, great, Uh, I'm done. Uh, No, Um, God will start to walk with you into the healing of the issue, which is causing you to go to that level and right. it's which not is a, often a, a heart wound from long before that's not wound, even what you're re, looking re, at. You're reject, looking at the symptom. Rejection, all kinds of stuff. Uh, let me walk with you and heal you, and I'll give you freedom today. Mm-hmm. This is what we talked about while I heal you of this issue to give you what? Self-control, mastering of your appetite, because you, you let me do it for you, and, and I actually uh, deliver that to you. And by the way... Just because you got healed, let's say from a pornography, does that mean you're you have self control? No, no. Right. Uh, tomorrow, and next week, and next month, I got other stuff that I got to receive the power to master my appetite because why I'm walking in the spirit who's given me a healthy perspective on that and a and a uh, desire for that. And he said, by the way, and this is out of Isaiah 30, as you walk with me, and I tell you to walk this way. He said, you discard the things that aren't healthy. Right. And it'll become distasteful to you. 
Right. And I'll do I that. I love work. that passage even because yeah. it's not even that you try to, it's as you go right. and you listen, that's what naturally will occur. That's right. the process as we walk with him. He yeah. will naturally bring down those idols and purify things. Yeah. So the whole issue of uh, self-control is uh, God says, don't you take on that burden. Mm-hmm. Actually, the harder you try, you're, you're obligated to take the whole law Mm-hmm. And you've separated yourself from the Christ and you've fallen from my ability to deliver you favor, which is, by the way, covenant loyalty. And we're going to talk about that uh, next Monday uh, on this whole series. So we, this is where we are in the in the process of overcoming worry, fear and anxiety uh, is I'll deliver that to you uh, and let me do the work. And so he actually says, um, let self-control become part of the nature of you that I'll give you as a fruit. And by the way, when every day that you're walking with me and you don't get it, like, for example, think of the the thought of uh, the the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. Let's take joy. Um, Okay. I got joy. Does that mean you permanently have that? No, no. What has to happen? Well, I got to walk in the spirit tomorrow. And through the stuff that life's going to throw at me, that I can receive that fruit and experience that fruit today because I'm walking in the spirit. And it's a, it's a, it's a choice that I have to make. Do I want to walk with him or not? And I'll, re- I will live in that fruit. But if I work, if I walk out of it, I'm going to lose my joy. I'm going to lose my peace. By the way, and we'll talk about this later. That's an indicator. That's one of the indicators. Have you lost the fruit? that you've been walking in. I've lost peace. Oh, something's, I've walked out of the kingdom. You've lost self-control. Oh, I've walked out of the kingdom. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I call it a check engine light. Check engine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk more about it, but hopefully we've given kind of an understanding about it and a, what a wonderful question. Uh, we abided in it and, and processed it and say, okay, father, what do you got to say about this? And he guides us and directs us to, well, let me show you the truth about this. And then uh, speak that truth and help uh, help people understand. And I would encourage all of you as, as you're even looking at struggling with that is I, you tend to take the burden on yourself, which, by the way, leads to worry, fear and anxiety is we go the other direction is, right. you know what? I can't solve this. So I'm going to go to God and let him do it. I'll just stay with him. Um, so we'll. Uh, we had a great discussion today and uh, we uh, you know didn't uh, go into uh, covenant loyalty, which we will be uh, next Monday. But uh, I thought it was a really healthy uh, discussion, uh, you know, to right. and I think, enjoy that. Yeah, I think also it does, you know, while it doesn't go into what we were planning to go into today originally, it definitely, there's a lot of anxiety around this sort of thing. Yeah. You know, the <laughs> number of times that we have sat and I know you have heard um, also people say, you know, I just need to, I've got to try harder at this. I need to be more self-controlled. I need to be more patient. I need to be, and that in itself causes anxiety. Yeah. And so really coming back and just reminding everyone that it is a fruit of walking with him. Yeah. Um, there's a release from anxiety just in that remembering walking with him and the power of walking with him yeah, that's and what he will do and he will produce. Yeah, that's what uh, we can't say it enough that life is beautiful, but it's a choice uh, and it's abiding, staying with him, walking with him. He'll do the work. We just get the privilege of enjoying right. it, enjoying it. It's, it's a fruit. So hope that helped uh, and uh, we'll follow up with that as we go, but uh, hope that was helpful. And Kathy, we will see you tomorrow.
Joshua and Aiden, are, uh, my grandsons, are coming to, oh, uh, yes. uh, to do an update exciting. Uh, on their life, which is kind of fun. And then Friday, we'll do uh, another session of End Times Friday. We'll pick this up again next Monday. So. Sounds great. And thanks again for sending in your question. And um, a reminder to the rest of you, if you have questions, send them on in, afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. Yeah. Um, send them in, and we would love to spend some time processing them and and then take the passages that, that we bring up and take them and let God speak them to you. Yeah, amen. So, All right, we'll see you uh, tomorrow. Have a great afternoon. Okay. Yeah, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.